Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspectives in honor of our homeland, Eretz Yisrael. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu, may God give the strength, the fortitude to our brief soldiers to eradicate all of Israel's enemies. May God save all the hostages in Gaza from harm and return them home immediately. May God comfort all those who have lost family or friends in the horrific attack. And may God give a complete and speedy recovery to all those injured in the attack. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Noyach Am Yisrael Chai. Our Torah portion introduces a man who remained faithful to God while the rest of society descended into chaos and anarchy. God told Noyach that a marvel that a flood would soon destroy all of civilization and only he and his family would survive in a teva in an ark that he was to build. He was given the ark's dimensions and commanded to bring seven of every kosher animal and a pair of every non-kosher animal. Noyach slowly built the teva over 120 years to allow people the time to repent and stop the flood, but he was unsuccessful. The rain began on the 11th of Cheshvan as Nuh entered the ark with his family and every animal. The downpour lasted 40 days and 40 nights, killing all human beings and animals not in the ark, not in the teva. The waters continued to stir and boil for 150 days until God commanded it to subside. Soon after, Nayak sent out a raven to determine the extent of the water's retreat. However, the raven did not fly far before returning to the teva, before returning to the ark. So Nayak waited and then sent a dove three separate times. The first time the dove left, it returned empty-handed. But it returned the second time with an olive leaf in its beak, indicating new growth. The dove did not return the final time, signaling to Nayak that the land had dried. And on the 27th of Cheshvan, Nayak and his family exited the teva to re-inhabit the world exactly one year after entering. As I was studying this week's Torah portion, and with the war in Israel and the fight for our survival, I couldn't get past the third verse, the third Pasuk of our Parsha. The Parsha states, The land became corrupt before God and the earth was filled with Hamas, with violence. Rav Shneir Zalman of Liati, the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, gave a talk in Parsha Slech Lecha in 1890. And he says, We must live with the times. His older brother, Rabbi Yudah Lieb, explains that this means we should not only learn the weekly Torah portion, but live it and implement its internal lessons in our daily life. Growing up, my parents, my teachers, my rabbis taught me that the timing of the weekly Torah portion was no coincidence. Rather, it is a deliberate and an intentional effort by God to relate and connect with His people no matter where they may be. Accordingly, our great sages instituted that we do not go more than three days without reading the Torah and connecting with its holiness. As the chaos in this world is getting even louder and stronger, and those who are truly evil finally revealing themselves to who they are, and the darkness of this world is somehow getting even darker, one thing remains unwavering, one thing remains steady, God's oneness and God's wisdom. And although they may seem like they're separate, they are one and the same. God created us in His great wisdom, in our existence against all odds, proclaims His oneness to the world. The Lubavitch Rebbe writes on Parshas Noyach that the Torah seemingly portrays humanity as a failure, 
to teach us extremely powerful lesson. The Rebbe explains that a pessimistic view is critical of hopes and dreams while cherishing gloom and doom. It robs people of their confidence and belief and exchanges it with fear, anxiety, and despair. A pessimistic and negative society cannot survive or endure for it devalues growth, advancement, and innovation. While an optimist, writes the Lubavitch Rebbe, is precisely the opposite. An optimistic view cherishes aspirations and ambitions while devaluing negativity and cynicism. And this outlook gives those without hope or faith the inspiration and the energy to grow and to transform their lives. Accordingly, the positive and optimistic society thrives despite the misfortunes, despite the tragedies like we are experiencing today. Because there's always a dream to aspire to, a promise to fulfill, a covenant of God to experience. The Lubavitch Rebbe explains that we must ask ourselves, which camp are we in? What perspective do we see? What side do we stand on? The Torah is abundantly clear and true onto which side it is on. Just follow the story of the whole society descending into Hamas, into chaos, into rebellion against God. And then we learn about Avram Avinu, a man who was unwavering in his belief in God, a person who came to the realization that there's a higher purpose and a greater mission to the vanity of this world. And he passed down this understanding to his son, Yitzchak Avinu, who exemplified this realization. First by the Akedah, by the altar, he was supposed to be offered as a sacrifice. And then in Be'er Shava, where he famously dug seven wells while the Philistines were filling them. Yitzchak in turn passed this perspective to his son, Yaakov Avinu, who embodied this awareness with the resolve that gives us strength today. From fighting Asaph's angel to believing his son Yosef was still alive, Yaakov maintained his faith, his trust in God to keep him going in the right direction. The Rebbe asks a question. What part of humanity do we focus on? The mistakes, the faults, the errors, or the faith, trust, and belief of our forefathers that was passed on to us? So as the chaos around us swells and the challenges don't seemingly stop, which side do we stand on? What perspective do we see? Which idea is worth fighting for? Moshe Rabbeinu said in his final speech to the Jewish nation in Dvorim, chapter 28, Pasuk 10, And the nations of the world will see that the name of God is proclaimed over you, and they shall stand in fear of you. We must put our strength and our trust and our belief in God. We must stay strong for our people, and we must know that we will prevail. Am Yisrael Chai. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.